Sweet. So welcome to another episode of Sludge Underground. Brother, introduce yourself and what it is you do. Um, I'm Aiden Fraser and I am a musician. <laughs> I make music. Yeah, you're a you're a solo artist, right? Yes. Like I was listening to your stuff uh, last night and throughout today as well. Uh, what would you define yourself as? Like I was looking at uh, kind of like an electro pop vibe with some other like elements thrown in there, which was really cool. Yeah, I'd say like alternative electro indie pop kind of mix of that all yeah, the alternative was what i was missing there yeah um i like, i thoroughly enjoyed it man i was obviously the first song that came up was healing which was really cool played it to my fiance too she really she really fucks with it which is uh, thanks <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty cool and yeah when did you when did you start out with this i mean you've got a couple of songs out already yeah i, I actually started like posting music like on instagram and stuff in like 2017 like my songs that i would write back then and then I started posting demos like in 2019 on YouTube and SoundCloud and whatever. I eventually just like got to the point where my mom found, I, I don't know if you know Dale Schnettler, the drummer of Prime Circle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was interviewing. I mean, there was like an advert on the radio or something that's, he was, he'd like to make music with him basically. And also Calvin Alston, which is Jack Atlantic, another like musician. Uh, so I went into studio with them and then we were supposed to make one song and then we ended up making like a whole album and then we like eventually pitched the album to the label which I'm signed to now Just Music and then they signed me and then we ended up like still remastering like the songs and going further so it was actually a, it's been a very long slow process that I've been doing this but I've been making music my whole life and writing songs my whole life and yeah it's always been a passion of mine um, I'm just now, I guess, taking it more seriously. <laughs> Credit to your mom, though, because that's a massive opportunity that worked out in the best possible way for you. Like, yeah, like you know, your, your sure. mom was definitely behind you for this. If that's if she spotted that and was like, you know what, this my son could definitely use this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that's sick. I mean, like to work with the drummer of Prime Circle and then the guys, the dude from Jack Atlantic as well. Those are two big names to work with. Yeah, it was really fun and exciting. The songs were originally like more acoustic, almost like indie rock vibes, like healing. It was definitely not the song it is now. It was way more like chilled, I guess. And they, I don't know, they kind of inspired me to, I guess, take what my songs were and make them into these like big, like powerful, I guess, songs. And at first I was like, I don't know if I want to be like doing that, but I thought about it in that. It actually worked out for the best, I feel. I, I, I think I'll still eventually release like acoustic versions, but yeah, it definitely worked out. Yeah, release them more in like their original states. That would make that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I would love to hear that as well, just to hear what sort of influence they would have had on that. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you said that a big one and it like it turned out for the best for you. But it would be really interesting yeah. to see that what the original product would have been without their influence as well because also they really pushed me with that song like the chorus like it was way more like <laughs> as i said like chilled and like in the chorus i'm belting and like i still struggle to sing this song like the belting parts in the chorus because it's it's just like really hard so they really pushed me it took like a whole day to just get the chorus down <laughs> god damn they they, they sleep yeah. through you man that's rough yeah <laughs> Yeah. And it doesn't help. Like, I don't know if you've also got that, like, overcritical musician vibe about you as well. You're like, nope, got to do it again. Yeah. Nope, got to do it again. Yep. And, like, it's hard now because, like, I, I would love to sing the song, like, live and have that full energy. But it's just, 
yeah, it's really, I don't know. It's, it's hard. I'm still trying. I'm getting there though. I've gotten a lot better since, since I recorded the song. I won't lie, but it's, it's still a struggle. <laughs> How long ago did the song come out? Um, in about, yeah, like a year and a bit ago. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like, there's the whole story, I'm sure, you know, regarding Paramore and All I Wanted Was You. Oh, yeah. And that song has been out for, what, like, over a decade? And yeah. this tour, that this recent tour that they launched, when they recently, like, yeah. started touring again, that was the first time Paramore ever performed that song live. Oh, crazy. What? So, like, because Haley did not believe she had the potent, like, the capacity to yeah. pull that song off live. Yeah, I mean, and that's like yeah, a decade it's a, it's later. A hard song. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, that yeah. that helps me a little bit. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's like a an international like you know standard, and she yeah. she expressed that. That's why they'd never performed that song live until like within the last year or so. That's that's really crazy. And then, so you recorded. So all the songs that are on Spotify at the moment are all those. All the songs, those ten songs. Did you record all of those with the the guys from Jack Atlantic? And no, not all of them. Um, there was actually two songs that Jack Atlantic wrote for me. Well, I guess he wrote for himself, and he just didn't think that the songs would work for him, so he gave them to me basically. But I don't know. I just didn't feel authentic to me. And some of the songs that we did the, of my songs, they they took them to. I don't know. I think they just made like they were too far away from what my vision was, if it makes sense. So I kind of scrapped those songs that I felt like didn't feel authentic. And then I ended up like showing Matthew Fink, who is the producer with Just Music, showing him some of my other demos that I've recently made. And then he was like, okay, yeah, these are actually really cool. And then we ended up taking those demos and making those demos better and then even going back to the songs that they produced dale and colvin uh jack and isaac uh and even like editing those songs and like taking out things i didn't feel were right and then adding things that i thought were better i don't know yeah we, it was just a very it, was, it took three years basically to make this whole album but yeah it wasn't originally all of the songs i made cigarette break and even that's changed so much since though since i made the album with dale and them um yeah, but like Robot Painter Gold, Dragonfly, Funny, uh, Cigarette Break, and yeah, basically those songs are the only songs that I think I did with them, and the rest I kind of redid at a later stage. Yeah, like authenticity is important though. Like it's it's completely understandable. I mean, like yeah. you you want to do something and you want to do what you love. It's funny because I spoke to Paul today from all, all this for nothing, and he was like, "Do what you love and be fucking good at it." And do what exactly. you do it well, and uh, that 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 comment uh, stuck with me today. I've still got that fresh in my mind, and I agree with you one hundred percent. Like if you, you, the fact that you had the the backbone to stand up and be like, "Hey guys, even though this is a big influence and they've been doing this longer, you still had that how do I say that nerve to stand up and be like, this doesn't resonate with me." I don't know because I feel like if I'm performing a song that doesn't feel I don't know, like, doesn't feel like it's me, then I feel like it's harder to perform. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it becomes like, how do I, how do I move my body or how do I, like, do anything really? It, I feel like when, when it comes from me or when I feel authentic to the song, it's a lot easier to, I guess, you know, perform with the songs. Yeah. And what would you, what would you say your material mostly consists of? Like, what, what sort of concepts are you approaching? 
so obviously like is it about life experiences is it about uh it's honestly anything really like life experience just like being inspired by like a tree or like a butterfly i don't know <laughs> it, it comes from like i would say like source actually like i feel like half the time the music i make it doesn't come from me even though it does like i write the songs and i make the music but i almost feel like a fraud sometimes because like i feel like when i when i make like this song like a specific song and it's like like such a banger for example i'm like how did i even how how did i make that i don't know i feel like i have like what's that word imposter syndrome yes yes yeah. i have imposter syndrome <laughs> definitely <laughs> because half the time i'm writing and i'm like i don't even know what this means and then like six months later i ended up re- like relating to a song that i wrote six months ago and i'm like oh damn it resonates now and all the stuff i'm writing about in the specific song is actually happening now and i'm like damn did i like predict the future i don't know it's just like the songs just like come through me i don't know i don't know how to explain it did i just foreshadow my future kind of deal <laughs> literally though i'm not kidding like i'm not kidding like my songs relate to me like from even 2019 like those songs are like resonating now more than they did then and i was like it's like weird i don't know it's so weird at the point of writing it could have meant something different to you that it did six months later or a year later definitely yeah for sure songs that i enjoy now uh, that i enjoy listening to had a different meaning to me for instance when i was a teenager or when i was younger and i think that's the beauty of music to be honest that, that it could mean anything uh, like definitely open to interpretation type of deal and then like what are your your plans like sort of going forward are you busy working on new music at the moment is it uh... i'm always working on new music um but my label they've been really busy um in joe books i'm in joe book but i'm moving to cape town in january and obviously they have another like label there um as soon as i get to cape town i'm, I'm probably going to be going straight into studio and probably performing a lot more and hopefully yeah making a lot more music because for me personally i can't sit with like something for too long if that makes sense like i drop an album like cool it you know it it has its time but like once its time is kind of like starting to pass like i want to move on and i feel like i haven't really moved on right now because i want to go into studio and like make songs and whatever but obviously my label's been busy so i'm still making songs but it's just like i'm in this limbo state right now where i'm like you know, just trying to, I guess, enjoy life and make music so that, yeah, I have music. Because I literally have so many songs, like, I'm not kidding, like hundreds, like demos, everything, and like ready to go even. like, And I'm, yeah, I'm just like waiting to release all these crazy good songs. Because like the music I make or that I've been making recently is very different, I guess, to the the album that I've released yeah, I'm very experimental. So, like, some of the songs I've made are very, like, electronic, techno-inspired. And, like, some songs are very, like, uh, very indie, sad boy vibe. And then, like, some songs, you know, like, I, I don't know. I like to be very experimental with my music. So, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going to take, <laughs> yeah. like, well, like where, where do I go from here? Like, like which route do I take you know what I'm saying because I have so many like genres and albums to choose from like as an artist I feel like it's good to evolve like if you keep making the same music like you know it's you're not you're just you're just saying and stagnant and you, you're not gonna like you're not gonna go further even in like your own life if you're just choosing to like stick to one thing you know what I mean like I feel like as humans 
not just through music, but like we need, we always need to be like changing and evolving and learning and growing. Like we, we, we never get to a point where we're like, okay, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I've been feeling that way like a, a crazy amount lately. Where it's just, I do not want to be doing the same thing for the rest of my life. You know, it's music itself is motion. It's movement. It's, you know, it's not something that is supposed to make you stagnate. This conversation got very philosophical very quickly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where would you say that you draw inspirations from, like for the type of music that you make? Who did you look up to? Who did you kind of, you know, which places did you pull from to put your music together? Um, it's, it's probably going to, I mean, it's a little embarrassing. Well, it's not embarrassing. But when I was young, I used to watch Hannah Montana and like I was obsessed with Miley Cyrus. Um, so I don't know, ever since young, like I've looked up to her in a way, like, because I wanted to be that, I wanted to be that like rock star on stage basically. So yeah, I guess Miley Cyrus, my whole life has been my biggest inspiration to like, just keep being you and stick to, you know, what you want to do and just be yourself. The way she writes music is very similar to like the way I write music. Like she tells like stories. I don't know how to explain it. And I kind of also do like the same thing, but I also draw inspiration from like artists like Billie Eilish and Troy Sivan and Melanie Martinez. And I also draw inspiration from like genres like drum and bass and techno. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, my biggest inspiration is definitely Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is also a good example of evolving over time because if you have to compare, yeah, exactly, you know, obviously the Disney Channel days to now, yeah, also like a far cry. And you know what? She's one of the few people who actually did it right, in yeah. my honest opinion. Like, I might not be the biggest Miley Cyrus fan, but you got to respect that out of hundreds of like child stars, like, you know, from the Disney Channel who attempted to pursue careers in music afterwards, yeah, like, not many of them actually make it. And she has become one of the biggest artists, like, you know. No, she's definitely a, a legend. I mean, there's a couple of songs of, of Miley Cyrus that I'm not ashamed to admit that I've, I've enjoyed that are easily stuck in your head. So, yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have seen that coming, like, in terms of, like, inspirations. That's, that's a really interesting one. Like, <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. And, like, there's also a reason, you know, that, like, how do I say that it's iconic? You know, it's because the music that was done in those shows was catchy. It got stuck in the heads yep. of thousands of teenagers and yep. well, it's <laughs> not like fucking millions. But, you know, it's, yeah, the show was iconic and still this day, you know, with something's like in meme history, you know, it's made history like at this point. Literally, literally, actually. Yeah, she's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I love her so much. I don't know what it is. Even through her like crazy stage, I was still there. I was like 12 years old when she went through a crazy stage. So I guess that's not the best. I mean, not the best idol for a 12 year old, but I mean, oh, well. You know what? You didn't, you didn't turn out like so bad. So like what, what, what's exactly. the worst that could happen? Exactly. You know? <laughs> and honestly, thanks to Miley because she eventually evolved and I evolved with her, I think. And then, like, on the flip side of that, who would you say are, like, some of your favorite South African artists? Who do you you look up to, you know, on the on your home ground type of deal? I do like Matthew Moore. He's a very, very good artist. And Tyler, actually. I've been listening to her for a few years now. She's I can't believe how big she's gotten. And uh, I don't know. I also like Will Lindley. It's pretty cool. I'm going to be honest with you. The only one that I, I know 
I don't. The only reason I know Tyler at the moment is because of how much she's blown up, especially on like social media and TikTok recently. Yeah, Matthew Mollett and someone that I've known for years. I've seen a couple of his shows, and it's absolutely fantastic to watch. Yeah, he's amazing. And the last one, unfortunately, I don't know at all. With his song, I don't know if you know it. It's miss. It was like all over TikTok, like "Miss Me When You're Gone" or something like that. I don't know. So part of what like I love so much about doing this is I've been exposed to so much more music than I would have listened to otherwise. And then when did when did you start making music? Because from what I'm understanding is is that like you know you said you've been doing music your whole life. When did you discover that you had that passion for it? When I was a child, I used to like always take my like parents' phones and like run around the garden and record like a voice note of just me singing songs that I'm making up just like on the spot. And I, I would just always do that. And then when I was 12 years old, I wrote my first song and I'm not going to lie. It's actually pretty good for a 12 year old. <laughs> and then I like didn't write a song for like another five years. Uh, it's, it's when Billie Eilish like kind of came out. She kind of inspired me a bit more because it was kind of at the time, the genre of music that I was drawn to and the genre of music I was kind of inspired to make. So in like 2017, I started writing again and just posting on Instagram and stuff. So yeah, I guess like it's been a whole life thing, but 2017 is when I like properly was like, I want to do this for real. Like I want to actually do this and I'm going to do it. I find that there's always that catalyst. There's always that one point. So, you know, you said you picked it up and then you didn't write another song for like five years. There's always that, I find that tipping point where, you know, you enjoy it, but there's something that puts it into like your, your passion. That's your, your life's yeah. work now. And it's obviously different for every artist, but everyone has that, yeah. that catalyst point, that turning point where they're like, I remember very vividly deciding, you know what, this, this is what I'm going to pursue now. This is who I am. And I was also 16, 2017. No, I was I, 16. Nice. <laughs> I find that like that, that, that those years like that anywhere from like 14 up to 18 a lot a lot can happen in terms of deciding which way you want to go with your life because the amount of guys who start playing around about that time i think the biggest outlier that i've ever heard was um the guitarist of the Polytones, and oh, yeah. he only started playing guitar when he was in university. And that that for me was the biggest outlier in terms of every artist I've ever spoken to, uh, and you know, sort of heard their story of starting out. He was the, the weirdest one in terms of how late he actually started. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty late. I won't lie. And then, like in terms, in closing off, uh, where can people find you? Where can people find your music and get in touch with you? Well, I'm on Instagram. Aiden John Fraser, A-I-D-A-N-J-O-N-F-R-A-S-E-R. And on Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming services, my music videos are on YouTube. You can check out my YouTube, Aiden Fraser. Yeah, and my TikTok if you want, I guess. Aiden John Fraser as well. I'm not really on any other social medias as much as I should be, but yeah. Social media work is hard, man. That's a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> shit's hard man. tell me tell me about it <laughs> jeez but all the best man thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat thank you today. and thank I you i really, really appreciate this thank you you too